Hey there, my name is Mei Ling. I'm a certified life coach and trauma-trained practitioner, and welcome to my podcast, Finding Freedom in the Hologram. Hello, friends. First of all, I have to say, the crickets outside my window seem to be really loud and to be creating a racket. <laughs> and even though the window is closed, I just feel that it's really, really loud. So I do apologize if you're hearing that in the background. But sometimes this microphone and the software does surprise me with the audio quality. So I'm just going to go ahead and record this anyway. <laughs> now, this is a special bonus episode for season four. So this topic, this concept that the letter S is bringing you is called Solve e Coagula. Now, you might have just gone, what did she just say? That doesn't even sound like English. <laughs> and you're right there. Solve stands for dissolve. Coagula stands for congeal. So the act of dissolution and congealing, which is the interplay of being fixed versus being volatile, of going from a solid to vapor or a vapor to a solid. Now, how is this relevant to you, my audience? Ask yourself this question. What seems to be fixed in my life right now that would actually serve me to dissolve? For example, thoughts like, I am unworthy. I do not deserve this. I will never be that good. I won't ever achieve that goal, so I shouldn't even bother. You get the idea, right? Or another common set of thoughts are, I am stuck in this rut. I will never make progress. Others are successful, but not me. There's a success secret that others seem to know that I am clueless about. Now, can you see why it's worthwhile to dissolve and dissipate those thoughts in your life? Because they are limiting you. They are putting you in a box. You basically have put yourself in a prison of your own mind by thinking these thoughts because they do not serve you. So if we can Harry Potter them away so that they dissolve and dissipate into wisps of air into the ether, how good would that be? That is why I'm bringing this concept to you of dissolving and coagulating. So we want to dissolve the things that don't serve you and solidify and reform things that do. New things that would serve you in your life. How can we go about this? Number one, I want you to do something called the deepest fears inventory, DFI. <laughs> now what it is, is you write a list of all your deepest fears. And usually for some people, it'll be I'm fearful of losing all my savings. I'm fearful that I'll lose my house, that I'll lose my partner, my spouse, that I'll lose my friends, that people will laugh at me. Basically, just write down all your fears, everything that you're fearful of. You might be saying like, okay, I really want to go camping in Yosemite, but I'm fearful of getting a tick bite and then getting Lyme disease or something like that. It can be anything, right? Just write this inventory down. Then the next step is I want you to ask yourself this question. 
when you re-look at that list at every single item and think to yourself, is this actually true? What is the likelihood of this actually happening? If you know my podcast and you know what I'm all about now, the brain likes to keep us in a box. It likes us to be safe in this really tiny circle of comfort and it doesn't want us to go beyond that circle of comfort. It doesn't want us to stretch ourselves. It doesn't want us to grow because, hey, you are comfortable where you are now. You've survived all this time. It doesn't care if you're happy as long as you're still alive. So it wants to keep you in that tiny box. So ask yourself about each item on the list. Is this actually true? What is the likelihood of this actually happening? Where am I today? Am I okay today? Do I have a roof over my head? So ask yourself these questions. Be like a scientist, you know. Look at it and see if you can poke holes. See if there's any weaknesses in any of those thoughts. Basically, you want to make it from something that seems so solid and immovable and you want to poke holes in that concept. You know what? That's not true. There's a weak point here. There's a weak link here. And then pretty soon you want to be able to dissolve what you think is so fearful to you. Again, the act of dissolution. So now I want to go a little bit more into the topic of self-doubt. So when you think to yourself, why am I doubting myself in this area? Where did this thought originate from? Where did this belief originate from that I am not capable of doing this? That this is not for me? That this is for other people? And if you really take the time to think about it, that doubt usually comes from somebody else. It usually originated from someone else. For example, when I was 15, my dad asked me, Mailing, I think it's time that you start thinking about what you want to do <laughs> in terms of career. You know, what is the next steps for college for you? And I was like, oh, wow, I have to think about this now. And I was that annoying kid that was good in English, was good in math, was good in science, you know, was good in sports. And I found it hard. And then I thought to myself, you know what? I really love the movies. Every time I went, went to the movies, I refused to eat or drink because I just wanted to focus on the movie. <laughs> I didn't want to be distracted. And I would stay until the credits rolled and I wanted to see all the names being listed, all the credits, because I was thinking, wow, isn't this amazing? That for this movie that lasted two hours, all these people worked on this one project. They went to see amazing locations around the world. They worked on this project for an average of three months and then they get to work on another project and they would sometimes meet the same people, same colleagues that they're familiar with and sometimes they meet new people. They make new contacts. And I was like, what an amazing way to earn a living, right? What an amazing career where you go and make stories and you create magic for your audiences. So I went back to my dad and said, you know, I think I want to make movies. And he looked at me and he says, oh, I need to think about this. And the next day he came and said, you know, Mailing, I don't think I'm comfortable with the idea that my daughter would be in an industry where she wouldn't know where her next meal would be coming from. You know, in Hollywood, we have no context. We're not Jewish. So basically he was telling me 
that who am I to think that I'll be successful as a filmmaker? So he put that doubt in me. Because in the beginning, when I answered his first question, I was like, wouldn't it be so exciting? Wouldn't it be fantastic and wonderful? That would be totally amazing. I was like this little kid who believed in Santa Claus, who believed in all these amazing things, in the joy, how amazing it would be. I was thinking how wonderful it would feel to be working with these group of people who are all working towards the same goal and to be in an amazing location while we filmed each scene. And he was thinking of all the possible things that could go wrong. And he was projecting that on me. So if you think about self-doubt, Think about where it first comes from. So as you can see, it serves us to break those untrue limiting beliefs up. You want to tear them down. They ought to be volatile and dissipate. Now, when we talk about the caterpillar, (laughs) how does a caterpillar become a butterfly? The caterpillar, as you know, is super hungry. I remember that book when I was a kid. The Very Hungry Caterpillar. (laughs) And then after a while, when it has stored up all the energy it needs, it forms a chrysalis, right? It forms that little pouch. And then it disappears. And what actually happens in the chrysalis is that very special enzymes digest all of that protein so it becomes caterpillar soup. (laughs) It becomes a goop. Now, this is the act of dissolving. So I want you to dissolve all the things that were untrue, all the things that people projected onto you before anybody or the world told you any different. I want you to start thinking when you first thought anything was possible for you. Now, this is why I love biology. (laughs) Because the cells in this caterpillar soup are called imaginal cells. How apt, isn't it? I love that name, imaginal cells. Cells that can imagine themselves to be anything they want to be, even a butterfly when it first entered the chrysalis as a caterpillar. (laughs) So what happens when you believe that anything is possible? For example, Roger Bannister. Before he came along, everybody thought it was impossible for a human being to run a mile under four minutes. But he went and broke that record. So he broke the four-minute mile. And since he did it, other human beings did it. And since then, of course, the record has been broken. And it's even shorter and shorter time duration. So how is that possible? Because it just took one person to show the world that it's possible. And then everybody goes, whoa, now I see it. I have the evidence that a human being can do it. So of course I can do it. There's no doubt. I just need to train. But before he did it, people thought it was impossible. So I want you to think that anything is possible and that you can be the first. It's like people who come from families where their parents didn't go to university. My parents didn't go to university. My dad studied marine engineering at a polytechnic. He got a diploma. And my mom neither did she go to university. So my sister was the first. My older sister was the first in the family to go to university. All of us have experienced first in some ways. So it is possible. Tell yourself it's possible. Do not put a limit on yourself. 
Now that we've done the dissolving part, the solve part, what is it that we want to coagulate, to solidify and to form? What is it that we want? We want to create a world that is magical, that is inviting, that is exciting and it's full of possibilities. I've told you, my friends, time and time again, we are souls in this meat suit of a human body. And sooner or later, it's like a rental car. We are going to have to return this rental car. So what do you want to do while you are on this earth? While you can still use your five senses? You want to go out there and do things that excite you. And again, another reason why I love biology. (laughs) The process where the egg goes into the caterpillar and then becomes an adult And get this, remember how I said that the caterpillar soup consists of imaginal cells? Well, the fully formed adult is called the imago, which is the butterfly. And that entire process of metamorphosis is called holometabolism. And think about this. My podcast is Finding Freedom in the Hologram. (laughs) So basically, what I want to get with my podcast is that You project what you want, the experience of living the life that you want in this world because you see the world through your head. You are projecting all the things that you absorb, all the things that you're experiencing and then you are now going through and living this life that you are experiencing, right? You see the world through your eyes. This is your hologram. So I want your hologram to be exciting, to be full of possibilities. I don't want you to be trapped in this prison of your own mind's making. So let me give you a whole slew of examples of thoughts that would serve you, that would benefit you. For example, money is easy. Money works for me. Anything is possible. If any of you think, oh, I'm too old to do this, to learn this, I instead want you to think and flip it so that you think, you know what, I am wiser and more experienced and as long as I'm breathing, it's never too late. How amazing does that feel? (laughs) So think about the things that you want to reform, that you want to solidify, ways that you want to reinvent yourself. These are the things that you want to coagulate in your life. And the only limit is your imagination. I go through a process with my clients in my one-on-one container where we actually go step by step all the thoughts that would serve them and this is tailored individually for each of my clients. But this is a very good starting point, the slew of thoughts I just gave you. So I really hope that this concept of solve a coagula, of the caterpillar being able to become a butterfly, I hope that this concept serves you that you have the power to dissolve any of the thoughts that do not serve you and instead start to coagulate thoughts that do serve you to reform and reinvent yourself. All right, my friends, I will see you in season five. I will tell you that I'm going to take a break. (laughs) It is the Easter break here and it is 4th of April 2023 for the future listeners As soon as season five comes, and it's going to be exciting, I'll let you guys know. All right, my friends, have a good break. 
And feel free to DM me on Instagram at mailing.ow. That's at M-E-I-L-I-N-G dot A-W. If you have any thoughts or comments about this bonus episode, I would love to hear from you. All right, my friends. Bye.